what's up all my fellow podcasting connoisseurs it's me welcome back to another Medicillers podcast i'm here noah by myself in my bedroom crying um about this weekend because it was shit <laughs> it was pretty shit um but other than like just the stuff that happened to me. Um, I just wanted to shout out everybody who like helped me with everything. Like, um, I'll kind of explain a little bit later what happened, but um, I'm just happy to have people who actually care enough to like try to help fix the situation that I, I kind of caused myself. So uh, I really appreciate anyone who helped me. Like, it really meant a lot to me. Um, but essentially, uh, I'll kind of go over. Uh, my the regional I played in, so I played at Richmond. I was playing my Flunderless, which um, really performed, actually. <laughs> I had a lot of cool instances actually happen. So round one, what did I play round one? Oh, I played Sword Soul. Yeah, I just, I do, I, I, it, it wasn't even a game, man. I'll be honest, it, it was a very fast game. And I think that's just because... I really hate Sword Soul, so I wanted to, like, try to beat this deck really hard, so I was learning how to play against it, and then, uh, so the Flunder build that I was using, um, there was three Ultimate Slayers, three Dark Rulers in the main, and my whole extra deck is just Ultimate Slayer targets. And then going first, I side in a Trap Trick package, Feather Storms, and then D-Barriers. Just kind of like playing, I guess, um, another podcast I listen to called uh, Cowboy for Game. They call it Cracked Flunder. So I'm playing going second Flunder, but then when I go first, I side in a Cracked Flunder. So yeah, it was an easy 2-0. Going second cards are pretty good. (laughs) Uh, Game 2, another blowout against Despia. I mean, it... For me, um, game one, he was he was trying to outplay me, but I just outgrinded him, um, and then slowly ran over stuff. And then game two, I deshiftered, and he kind of he was using a lot of his resources, which he probably shouldn't have done, but he got down. So I prosperity found an evenly matched, and um, my hand was like Rabina map. And my board was clear. So I'm like, I'm going to bait with this evenly matched to see what he does so he can try to avoid it. And then I'm going to play. So I went evenly matched. He super polyed his whole board away for like a Despian card, like pro skinesis or whatever. And then I just map and then beat him that way. Game three. Um, This was one of the coolest games that I've ever played. I played against Patrick Hoban. Yeah, that's right, guys. Like super famous Yu-Gi-Oh player. Um, that was actually one of the most fun games I've ever played. Uh, you can tell that he was—he's really good. <laughs> like he—he knew—he knew the in and outs, but also I—I I think I—I've been playing Flunder for so long that I just have a bird brain. Like I can just think of stupid plays that work. Um, and that goes for him. So game one, it was like a thirty-five-minute game, and it was back and forth, back and forth. Like we were both just back and forth. Um, I ultimate slayered him twice and then I kept rising stacking ultimate slayer and I used almost my entire extra deck ultimate slaying his stuff back. Um, but he ended up taking it. So game two, I 
sign in a crack flunder. I set up the board. I feather storm him. And he says, nope, game three. Game three, uh, literally time is called when he uh, uses Z mean to pay six to search. So my hand was insane if, if I was going to play. So um, I was like, oh, I've got this. Like, there's no way. he, There's nothing he can do. So he starts comboing. And I'm like, what is this man doing? So he's comboing, comboing, comboing. And then he summons a Baron. And then he special summons a Red Resonator. Uses the Red Resonator's effect, which if you guys don't know, it's a level 2 spicy tech and sprite. Um, and then he gained 3,000 life points to win the game. I was not even mad. It was so cool to even just play against him, and to make him sweat was was my happy day. <laughs> like, seeing seeing that I actually stood a chance against a player of that, like, longitude and latitude, I was pretty happy about that. Then, round four, uh, I played uh, Punk Adventure PK, I 2 owed him. I drew D-Shifter both games. There was nothing he could do. Um, I actually uh, taught him some Rika Sun Avalon combos, which I was pretty happy about because I know that um, a lot of people wanted the deck now that they topped Euros, but I- I've been building the deck for forever. So um, I'm pretty happy I got all- most of my cards before you know they just won Euros. And then game five, um, this is where the event happened. <laughs> So game five, I played against Tear Sprite Pile, which was a it was a pretty interesting thing. Um, that was what Patrick Hoban was on too. Um, it was like a, a pile deck. And um, game one, he just outplayed me. He outgrinded me. Game two, I feather stormed him to death. Like there was nothing he could do. Um, game three, I um, evenly matched him, and he chose to keep the Dragostopelia instead of the Anti-Spell um, when I evenly matched him, and that was his downfall because I played right through that, and um, I took the game from there. So um, this is where the incident happens. This is where my, um, I guess, my regional ended because um, I went to turn the slip in. Um, I went to talk to my friend for a second. I realized that, oh, shit, I don't have my deck box. I'll just go right back to where I was. It's two seconds. Turn around, and it's gone. Um, someone stole it. And uh, I just think that sucks. It, it, wasn't, it was more of, like, the sentimental value for me um, because that was the deck that I've been building for almost a year now. Like, I, I love that deck, and I put so much time and effort into, like, max raritying it. And I mean, it was it was pretty pretty max rarity if I could say anything. Uh, three prosperities, three ultimate slayers, three secret dark rulers, like all the nine yards. And I, I was just, I don't know it. It just hurts when uh, you finally feel like you've just you're finally reaching what you wanted to do, your goal, which when my goal is to top a regional, which I felt that I was going to do. Um, so my friends and I tried to find my deck. We could not find it at all. It was gone. Um, which sucks. I I was, I was pretty devastated. I'm not going to lie. Um, but luckily I have good friends and they're awesome and they kind of helped build the deck from scratch, um, to try to see if I could even play again. 
so that entire next round, I just had to take a forfeit, which my opponent was like, he felt really bad. He even started helping us. Like he, a lot of the people at the Richmond Regional were looking for that deck, which which is really awesome. That like, there are some like fucking idiots in the Yu Gi Oh committee who are like toxic, awful people who steal shit. And I mean, like, I can't say that I didn't include that, and because it is my fault that I did leave it for even a second, and that should be my fault. I need to keep better track of that. But I also think that you're a dick for stealing something that means so much to somebody. And and I just hope whoever did steal the deck, they actually needed the money or actually wanted something, you know? So I just hope that they really needed it. And I hope it wasn't just someone stealing it because they can. Um, but yeah. And, and it really sucks because you finally think you're going to reach the goal that you've been trying to get to which my goal was the top of regional and I was going going in 4-1 and then my next round the guy even told me is like I'm playing tier. He's like I've lost Flunder twice today. Like you were probably going to get one off of me. And I think it sucks that I played so well but yeah in the end I lose to technicalities because um my deck got stolen. Um but overall after that like it's just crazy to see how many people actually care. Like, they helped me rebuild the deck. I have the deck again. Like, it's insane. Everybody pitched in to just help, like, rebuild it, which meant so much to me because, like I said, I spent so much time on the deck. Like, I cared so much about the deck. Even I even have upgraded rarities that I wouldn't have. Like, literally, I had super potted dualities, and my friend Kendall was like, oh, yeah, here's secrets. And I'm like, you don't have to give me secrets. Like, I really appreciate it. Please don't spend all this money on me. Like, I promise they got me prosperities. Like even the Richmond, like locals heard about what happened and they were just trying to like, they, they warned all the stores in the area and the vendors like, yo, if you see this, like tell them and we're going to come beat this guy up <laughs> because uh, I have a lot of friends down there and they were helping me out, like just looking and like checking all the shops nearby to see if anybody had just gone to one of the shops and just tried to sell it all. Um, but yeah, I, other than that, uh, that part of the weekend, which sucked. I had so much fun with uh, friends and stuff, and I really hope to go to another regional very soon. And this time, I'm actually gonna win, and I'm gonna. I'm. I've already put air tags in all of my deck boxes, so that way, even if something happens, I'll know exactly where it is. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So I guess next, uh, we'll kind of bring up. The European Nationals that just happened. So, if you guys didn't know, European Nationals just happened. And our top four is very interesting. Is And that's the least I can say. So, um, I don't have the representation for that yet. Um, but I can tell you the top four. So, in fourth place, you have uh, Matteo uh, Gugini. And he was on Sprite uh, Live Twin. And it looks like a pretty standard list. Um, I don't really know much about the live twin part of the deck. I guess it's just like an extra added level 2 engine to get going. Um, but also, cool thing, you played Red Resonator in the side, which I think a lot of people are going to start doing now for um, combo, I guess. Um, third place, 
was um I can't believe I'm about to say this altergeist <laughs> altergeist in 2022 um but this isn't really your average altergeist list so I just want to read out this list so you can understand why this list topped three lava golem two altergeist marionetter three multifaker three Cyframe gear gamma one driver one Coelacheys, two Maliaseek, a Terraforming, three Pot of Prosperity, three Pot of Duality, two Droplet, three Demise of the Land, three Mystic Mine, three Imperm, one Altergeist Manifestation, one Metaverse, one Altergeist Protocol, two Personal Spoofing, and then two Judgment. So, uh, if you didn't realize by the deck list this is mystic mind turbo <laughs> with an altergeist engine built into it um and i watched some of the finals and wow this deck does stuff <laughs> under it just completely plays under mystic mind it's kind of like sky striker when they used it you use the same engine in this because this deck doesn't really contribute a lot to the board it's a stun deck so i mean you're really not going to have anything on board and i mean drawing trap cards is always good like, literally, trap guards are just good. The side deck was also interesting, so he was siding 3 D-Shifter, 3 Rospear Mode, 1 Set Rotation, 1 Secret Village of Spellcasters, 3 Shadow Imprisoning Mirror, and then 3 Rivalry of the Warlords. So that was just a Cancer Dot deck. Um, please, if you decide that to take that at Locals, like, go for it, but I don't want to see any more Mystic Mine. <laughs> I think everyone's had enough of it. So second place was uh, Zio, and he was playing um, Two Elements, uh, more specifically Danger Two Elements. So his list was pretty standard, except for something cool. He was playing. He was playing Dark Greffer to send like a Melly. I think it's Two Elements Melly or any of like the dark monsters. Um, also in the side. Again, the raw spear mode. Three deck debbies. Deck debbies are becoming a very interesting card um, that I would look at. Also, he was playing Gizmak Orochi in his actual deck, which is also another interesting thing. I would never have thought about that. But yeah, uh, other than that, it's a pretty standard list. He is playing like the uh, Link 3 Light Sworn to Mill. Um, he's playing Super Poly. Again, pretty standardish. Then we get to first place, boys. Guess what got first place? I I need everybody standing up. Uh, Rika Sun Avalon. So I told you guys this deck was good, and uh, I even said it this weekend. I was talking to a friend, and I was like, "Yeah, Rika Sun Avalon's tier one." And he was like, "No, no, it's not. It's not tier one." And here we go. It, it literally just won European Nationals. So I'm going to read out this deck list because uh, this deck list is also um, a little interesting. So, um, three Sunseed Loki, one Snowdrop, two Mudon, uh, one Primula, which one Primula to me is like eh, but you know, not my list. Uh, three Princess, one Lone Fire, one Sunseed Twin, three Petal, three Unexpected Die, three Triple Tactics Talents, one Called By, two Sunbind Sewing, three Dark Ruler No More. Three Rika Glamour, two Mystic Mine, a Terraforming, two Rika Concons, three Imperms, 
one Rikishit, and then three Rivalry of the Warlord. Um, yeah, this is another Floodgate Turbo deck. Um, this one, I, I mean, I can see why you play it. I mean, it's really just preventing your opponent from playing, and then using the Rika field spell to tribute your opponent's monster for cost is insane. It's broken. <laughs> um, the side deck is pretty standard, except for Ultimate Slayer is in there. Um, Ultimate Slayer, you have a Pankertops, you have the Garnet for the Ultimate Slayer if you're playing Sprite, 3D Barrier, 3 Appointer of the Lotus, 3 Evenly Matched, and a Harpy Feather Duster. Um, overall, uh, I think this is a really interesting conundrum, and here's why. Everybody is saying that Sprite is the best deck in the room. However, as you can see, there's only one Sprite list. And it got top four, yes. But there are three other decks that shouldn't even be remotely close to Sprite Supremacy if Sprite is the best deck in the room. I think what the main issue is, is I think people are confusing the best deck with the most represented deck. Because, I mean, let's be honest, guys. Sprite is like playing Flunder. It doesn't take much brains to play it because you're going to do almost the same combo line every time. It's just changing it occasionally. Oh, shoot. Okay, hold up. Spicy Tech I just saw in the Sprite uh, Live Twin deck. They're playing three enemy controller um, in the main. Like, what is going on there? <laughs> but yeah, um... If there's anything I take away, I think this format is a little bit more diverse than I thought it would be. I thought um, a lot of decks would kind of die, um, but I am seeing a lot of decks play through, like the 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 like really high skill level and the really high power level that these decks have. Also, if Mystic Mind does not get banned now, okay, hold up. So, again, this is another Halk situation, right? Are we going to ban all the tuners, or are we going to ban the problem card? So, if you guys haven't heard, uh, there's a ruling with Beat Cop and Mystic Mind, and you're going to love this one. So, Beat Cop is a Link 2 Fiend that says if you use, like, a Dark Monster, you get this effect. You contribute this card, and then you put a, a Patrol Counter on a one card you you control and then if it would be destroyed you remove the counter instead so what players were doing is they were using beat cop tributing itself placing a counter on mystic mind so that way you would have to draw the out twice to mystic mind you know how cancerous that is that's that's the most cancer thing i've i've ever heard imagine playing mystic mind turbo and then Making Beat Cop to make it to where you have to pop the Mystic Mind twice. That is just insane. Why? Who came up with this? And why did you come up with this? Mystic Mind was, was, was bad enough, right? This just makes it worse. Also, um, Floodgates, again. Like, I think Konami has to really think about this next ban list. Because, again, I feel like a lot of these decks aren't actually being unique and they're just doing the same thing which is 
speed out Mystic Mind, sit on it, and then slowly grind out your opponent. And I mean, that's... I think Mystic Mind isn't in itself a broken card if people weren't using it for the ways they're using it. But the problem is, is the OCG and the TCG are inherently different. OCG players are much um, more like purists to where the point where they don't play a lot of engines in their deck. They like to play um, very mid mid combo, but not too heavy, like uh, a midi deck, I guess is what you would call it. Whereas us TCG players are like, what is the most awful thing I can build? How I, all I am here to do is win. So how can I build the most toxic deck of all time? <laughs> And and that's what we do. We just add floodgates to our decks and then just grind our opponent out. Um, we'll talk about some of the other. So we, we also have some new cards. So um it was a, some new cards for the Puri archetype. I looked at it a little bit. Um from what I saw, um the Puri archetype is looking pretty good. I don't know if I'm ready to call it like uh, a meta deck by any chance but for us rogue players this is a really cool deck and if you really like cute stuff like oh my god this shit is so cute like it's literally uh eevee but like cuter okay like take eevee and make it 10 times cuter like if, if your partner is really into cute stuff like just get him this whole deck it is like the cutest shit i've ever seen um, other stuff to talk about, um, let's talk about the, um, prize card, the, the normal monster. Um, it's, it's called another verse dragon and it's a normal monster and it's like a worse blue eyes. So I think I understand why Konami wanted to do this. They didn't want to print any more like broken inherent prize cards that would change a, a meta, a, like a tier zero tier three deck to like a tier zero deck. I get that. But at the same time, another verse, like, like a worse blue eyes. Why not just make like a cool copy of a card? Like, like a, just a different rarity or like maybe a different, like uh picture or like uh card art, something. This, this is just not the way to do it. No one cares about this. Um, nobody's wants this. Please, just, guys, just stop. Um, so how are you feeling about uh, Power of the Elements format? I, so far, am pretty okay with it. Um, I have noticed Ultimate Slayer is such an insane card. I'm pretty sure it's skyrocketing at this point because the card in itself is so good. Like, being able to send for cost... Even if they negate it, which they can't respond with monster effects, right? You still have that other effect. So you're essentially either way baiting out either a negate or two negates. Just one card. So I would highly recommend for all you players like that want something to break boards this format. And just in the future, this card is going to be a staple. Right now, it is like $51, which is the cheapest it's going to be. Please, for the love of God, pick this, pick, pick these cards up. Because if you do not pick these cards up, you are going to heavily regret it when they hit like 
I'm already seeing them starting to get bought out here. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they're they're way up. There's like they're like 54 now. Please. Guys, just buy it. Just just get it now before you regret it in the future when you don't have any of it. Just do it, okay? Um but yeah, I I think what I've kind of taken away from the whole situation to is um, make sure you have good friends that you're surrounded with. And um, also, like, really don't take for granted what you have because you never know when it'll be snatched away from you. <laughs> and also, please don't make my mistakes. If you ever go to an event, like a larger event, um, make sure you just keep that stuff on you, like, at all times. Like, never even let it out of your sight um, because there are so many shitty people in this world and they will take it they will they don't even think about like the ramifications of what they're doing and i mean not all people who steal are bad people um you shouldn't always believe that because there are a lot of circumstances in which i understand why they did it um i just wish that maybe they didn't (laughs) but yeah guys i i think that's all i'm gonna gonna have for today um also at the end of the podcast uh wanted to shout out uh a podcast called set five. Um, I know, um, that they were going away for a while, but I just wanted to say thank you for all that you've done for the podcast community. Um, I think a lot of us love your podcast and we, uh, want to support it any way we can. And I know you won't be recording episodes a little bit soonish cause I know you've been taking on a bigger role in the community, but, um, I just want to say thank you. Um, and that we support you hundred percent over at this podcast. Also, guys, if you haven't, check out the Goo Cast. So, um, Pack and Nesh made a new podcast um, called the Goo Cast. I listened to it the other day. It was like two hours and 30 minutes. So, if you're definitely looking for like a longer podcast, I 100% recommend it. Um, they were talking about some interesting topics. Although, I will say, Nesh, my friend, that I don't know you. Please don't hate on Flunder so much, man. Just because you lose to it doesn't mean it's a bad deck and it should be banned. You just suck. <laughs> like, just play around it, dude. There's so many ways to play around it. Like, just just don't complain about it. I mean, I get it. But at the same time, like, if you're allowed to flip rivalry and play with all these broken cards, and I'm allowed to play with my broken cards, just just don't special summon, my guy. Just just play play Invoked Raijin or something. Just, just play some a Wind... A wind monster. A wind fusion monster, if you'd like. Um, But I think that's going to wrap it up for today. Uh, I really appreciate all you guys listening out there. Um, I actually have someone who's going to help me with some of the auto quality stuff, or the quality in general. Also, uh, pretty soon we may be getting some longer episodes, because I'm going to have some guests on. Oh my god. Um, it's not going to be anything crazy. Just going to have some friends on to talk Yu-Gi-Oh!, um, it's going to be a little bit longer too. Um, so if you guys are like the longer episodes, let me know in the comments. I'm going to be posting like Spotify comments. Please hit me up on like the Spotify comments. I would love to just hear some feedback. Also, please leave comments on Apple podcasts, like reviews, stuff like that. Cause, uh, I need them reviews and I will read them out on the podcast if you do that. So, uh, yeah, thank you guys for watching and listening. And, um, Have a good night, my flunder friend.